Hello, Zvaru. Now, what about your political structure? How is your society organized in this sense? Hello, Gosha. Each town has a council, and each region, like an island, has its own council. So the councils of each town will be part of the regional council, and the regional council, in turn, will be part of the island council, and that one will be with other island councils, a part of the planetary council, and it will, in turn, be part of the Tigetan Council. Hence the name Step Council Holographic Political System. And every citizen can be part of any council should she or he want to serve as a councillor. So there is no democracy. Each citizen has equal rights and can do whatever they like as long as it does not bother anyone else and or nature. However, Tigetans are very respectful to one another, so there isn't any conflict. I see. Now, you said each planet has its own council. Is it like the countries here? And do you have the same language throughout? No countries. No artificial boundaries. Each small council is working for its region, that's all. Language basically the very same one, only different localisms, not enough to be called a dialect. But only Taigeta has the same language, yes? Then Seleano Pleiadians, for example, have a different one, right? Right, only Taigeta. Although other races can speak our language as we do theirs. The Seleano race speak Celeste language. The Seleano also have another language, Elohimieth. Notice the name and its connection to Elohim. One moment, you call yourselves Tigetan race, then other Pleiadians are another race, yes? Within Pleiadians there are different races. Yes. From star system to star system, there are important genetic differences. In Asterope, there is another race, the Elohim. They are kin of the Seleano. But these names are very loaded and connected to Earth history, even biblically. So this information is loaded and may spring controversy. I understand, but let's share it anyway. Okay, so if it's not like countries and there are no borders, so can Arcturians, for example, come and live on Era? Do you have interracial exchanges? Or do Tigetans go to live outside of Pleiades if they want to, for example? They can visit, but few stay. In the case of the Arcturians, Diesli and Tiplex, our atmosphere does not have enough oxygen for them to be comfortable, although they can breathe there with no masks. Other than Tigetans, the Antarians, the Engans, and the Solations would be among the ones who stay to live the most. Example of this is Rachel, who is half Antarian by father. Okay, so it is allowed 
and no need for bureaucratic procedures like here, visas, etc. No, no need. We have an inbuilt ID system that cannot fail. Our own personal frequency. My energy print is unique. Each person's energy print is unique. It's the inbuilt ID. And even people we do not know, even new races visiting, we can see who they are with their frequency. As if it's high, they cannot be negative. And if high, they are also transparent and telepathic with nothing to hide. So we simply don't have the need for systems like on Earth, where knowing someone is always so difficult. That's also why there is no crime. We see right through people, yet we still can bring up a mental firewall to keep our things private. But our core is easy to see, as for what we really are. So, no problems, no visas, no checkpoints, and no crime. Why would anybody steal something from anyone else, if they can get one of their own for free? Stealing and crime come up as part of the consequences of living in a scarcity modality. In abundance, there is no conflict. Not for material things. Only, maybe, things of the heart. But that's why we are so careful with our relationships. Okay, I will circle back to crime very soon. Let's go back to the political structure for a moment, please. Who chooses the main leader if there is no democratic system of voting? There is no main leader, only someone with a lot of experience solving people's issues. But that leader, such as Maki Toto Simuf, Muna at the moment, is only being of service, as it doesn't imply any power over anyone else. In a holographic society, everyone is raised, brought up to be the leader. Everyone is the leader. Also, promoted as self-responsibility, both personal and socially. The higher the consciousness of a population, the less of a government it will need. Essentially, there is no government as such in Taigeta. And the only law-upholding organizations are considered more like SAR, using human terms, search and rescue. No one votes, no need. If anyone, even children, and they often do that by the way, they can all be members of the councils. Children always offer interesting solutions, they are more than welcome in the councils. But someone had to accept the leader. I mean, Muna. Did she offer herself up? And what happens if two or more people offer themselves up? Who chooses the one? They are all accepted. The council can become as big as it can be, but it rarely does. They are often small, as people in general are not so interested in politics but it's just another system of service of many. Muna is number one leader, yes, but not as a head of state, as on the earth. Muna is number one because she is now the most experienced counselor, and everyone recognized her for that. But that does not conflict with the interests of any other, 
as there is no power involved, much less money. So as an illustrative comparison to Earth and its political systems, she would be the leader or number one. But she is just another citizen and counselor. As I've said before, they do not have any power to forcefully do anything against any other, unless by consentment it is necessary due to an extreme situation. You said there was no conflict then. No crimes, murders, etc. No judiciary system? No. Or it would be part of the council. There is a law system that may be considered a judiciary system, but it's basically a set of guide rules, as people here are well aware of the consequences of misbehavior. And more importantly, there is no motivation to misbehave. Why would you steal a loaf of bread or a banana if all you need to do is ask for it? So, no bad people raping, assassinating, stealing, fighting. What about murder? Violence of any sort? Guys fighting and hitting each other? No, nothing to those lines. Arguments? Some rare fighting, maybe. But nothing else. Murders? Not seen for thousands of years. Wars, not a chance. So, no police either? No police, only SAR. They may do things that your police do. They may go stop a fight, that's all. Accidents do happen. And when people fight, do they get physical to the point of bleeding, etc? Very rarely, but they do, mostly among the males and they usually fight over a female as usual. <laughs> Here they kill for that, all kinds of crimes of passion. And what happens to them then if there are no jails? No jails, only therapy centers, like where you take a drug addict for rehabilitation. So you don't really get angry there. Yes, but with full telepathy, it's difficult or impossible to build up so much negative steam. You are transparent, and things will surface long before that. Very good, I like that. What about mental disorders? Do you have them? Psychological problems? And more serious ones like schizophrenia, etc., anxieties? No such thing. I might even argue no such thing even on Earth. Schizophrenia, etc., those always have a logical reason, like an entity, and over a certain frequency, they simply cannot exist. Depressions? Oh yes, depression exists, and it may be fatal, as we are much more energetic or energy. If heartbreak can kill when on Earth, here it's easier, it can shut off the body. That's also why we learn to see death as not so terrible. Depression here can block your vital energy, killing you. What are the reasons for depression there? Mostly romance, heartbreak. But as I said above, it's rare because we are very careful with those matters. When we say I love you, it's only when we really mean it. And with full telepathy, it's easy to see when someone is lying. So it hardly ever happens. 
Okay, so no other mental problems, psychopaths, anxiety disorders, bipolar disorders, nervous breakdowns, etc. Everyone is stable and strong? Not as such. But there are conducts that may be seen as that. But we have an entirely different approach to mental disorders. We don't see any. Only temporary problems or issues we all must face. Nervous breakdown, yes, when things get out of hand, and that's understandable. But we are mostly stable and strong. Now, how to heal those problems? In general, it's done with the help of a health counselor, who will walk the person through the source of conflict in a way or manner very similar to Earth's psychological inner work. But the reason why it's so easy is because we are all heavily telepathic. We can go into someone and notice, see what's wrong. We can be the other person, so we can share how we really feel deeply with a personal connection you cannot even imagine as an earthbound human. So healing someone is quite easy, as no one is really alone. We are all very loving, and we also don't have those negative etheric attachments that are constantly whispering ill thoughts into our little heads. Wow, that's so amazing. Exactly what I miss here. I feel so much aloneness here, and I never knew why. I understand now so much of my inner longing to be seen. It's like I am always alone here, even with people. Not lonely, just alone deep inside. My consciousness not really perceived, on the energetic level. I must be missing that telepathic deep connection you have there. Yes, and understandable. And that you still have here, but in a less degree. Do you have people with self-esteem issues? Or everyone pretty much is in agreement with who they are and loving themselves? Self-esteem issues are always a problem, but here they are much less than on Earth, much less. That because here all the children are reinforced and validated for what they are. They are taught to take care of themselves, to love themselves. This also is heavily observed in the orphanage homes. We do have them. As I said, accidents do happen. Each Taigetan here has a long story to share. Many are dramatic, like in my case, as you know. But I am not the only one with a dramatic story. I see, and I can imagine. Okay, let's change a subject a little bit. Tell me more about those private ships that everyone has, please. In the cities, and mostly in the small towns, mushroom-like buildings are very common because they disrupt nature the least, with landing spots for ships on top and interior hangars, like parking spaces. The private ships are mostly discoidal, but other shapes do exist, as it's very artistic to build one. The discoidal-shaped craft are the most common ones, and they are the ones built standard for everyone who just wants a vehicle and does not want to bother designing one for themselves as many do. The shape of a disc 
is the best shape to level and distribute electromagnetism uniformly throughout the hull of the craft. But other exist, including one or two-seater small ships with a bubble canopy shaped like the cockpit of an Earth fighter plane, but small, only three to four meters long. This is used mostly for sport, and it's interplanetary, but incapable of warp speed. Okay, my next question was about the education system. Do you have schools, universities? If so, what subjects are taught there? The educational system adapts to each child's interests, since it's only a toddler. The child guides the school system, although obviously there are subjects that every child must know. Homeschooling is very common, but it's also combined with collective schooling in an institution. But that depends on each child, as there is no hurry to make children learn anything. And that's mostly because, come age 13, they all remember who they were in their past lives. No use overschooling anyone if they are going to remember how everything works anyway. Some remember before age 13, others rarely after, but they all do. So playing time for a child is sacred. It's among the highest respected things to do. What subjects are compulsory? Basic ones for survival, especially while they remember who they are. And later on, they will guide the system towards what they want. And although we do have conference rooms and classrooms, education is mostly hands-on, doing whatever you want to learn, not so much empty theory. What do you mean survival? Here survival means how to hunt, survive on a little water in the woods for a long time, how to make a fire, etc. Yes, exactly. Not to get burnt with a stove, cross a street, take care of themselves, not to get in front of a train. Although trains sense and detect people and animals in front of it and stop on time. And most are elevated anyway. Things like that, very basic like holding a knife while you cook. I see, okay. And universities, higher education? Not called like that. You just take a role or many roles. That's up to you. Roles, what do you mean? Everything is taught to everyone. So there are hardly any professions as on earth. Roles as in professions. Some are quite obvious. Like, Senetre here is a physician, but not only. I am a fighter pilot, but I am far more than just that. Some things are quite similar to what you have, others not so. We have what you would call a space academy, where we learn about navigation, etc. But again, I am, we are, using terminology so you can understand. So it's not like our academy, where you go and listen to lectures, etc. Yes, it can be. You go through some theory before going hands-on with anything. But then again, it depends on your level of expertise and your interest or field of interest. So the ships here are also schools. They are full of cadets. 
learning everything about being on a ship. Engineering, navigation, exopolitics, communication, everything. A ship is also a school. That's also why we are so many here. They stay for a number of months and then go to do other things. Only a few will remain here to do other work, like me and the ones you know, like Rachel, that has been here for almost 70 years. You said everything is taught to everyone. What did you mean by that? What if someone is not interested in physics or whatever? I mean that all the knowledge of our civilization is offered and available to everyone here. So they all know what they really want to do with their lives. And if they are not interested, then they don't have to learn that. But they are made aware of the consequences of not knowing that if they have other interests. I mean, you may not like physics, but without it, you will not be a good pilot, nor a good navigator or engineer. I see. Does it work pretty much the same way across other races? The way your society is set up? This is a constant among nearly all Federation races. There are differences, but very mild and difficult to notice, as everything is tailored to everyone anyway. In short, the educational system adapts to the needs of the individual, contrary to what happens on Earth. Okay, what about arts? Is it important for you? If so, what kind of arts? Arts are important, but we don't see arts and science as things apart. It's all art. Building a starship or a chair is art. Stellar navigation is music, literally. It's all blended. It's all blended because we don't think with one or the other brain hemisphere, nor do we equilibrate it. It's all blended as one. Painting a starship is art. It's a painting. Designing an engine is designing a sculpture. So everything is ornamented and with grace of lines, grace of design. The pillars that make a passageway in a ship have ivy engraved in it and it looks organic. I love it. That's why I love design so much in all forms. In the case of Susie, my ship, the ivy engraved in the structural components of the ship's interior glow and are part of the interior illumination system. We don't see things apart. Do you have singers, bands? If so, what kind of music are your favorite ones there? There are, and many. The music is very variable, but the one that sounds quite native is the most common. What does it sound like? Very much like a technified yet natural Native American. Hard to describe. Like techno blended with Native American. Now, many things in music are similar to many things on Earth. That's because of the soul-sharing seeding dynamic that takes place. And a lot of Earth music is very appreciated here. There is cross-influence all the time, with Earth and with countless other places. A soul will incarnate on Earth and then become a composer. Seeding the music from the planet he or she was incarnated on before, 
same with everything. That makes sense. I never thought of it this way. And what kind of earth music do you enjoy? All earth music, except the one too loaded with agendas. The reason you have so many kinds of music there is because the souls incarnate on earth taking new ideas with them, seeding the planet. People need to be made aware of this. So what music is seeded from Pleiadian souls? What kinds are Pleiadian or Tigetan? Let's see, mostly native. Yes, but let me see what else. It's mostly classic. I'm going to show you two pieces with Pleiadian influences. Human, but with a lot of influence. But in general, it can be any music. Pleiadians are happy people. They do like your pop happy music. In short, all the music. As in types of it go across all the spectrum of humanoid Lyrian races. <laughs> 